For thousands of years, we lived in a world of magic and demons. People who traveled to the extreme places of the earth would come back with descriptions of curses or lands guarded by monsters. In some cases, these were just stories to steer people away from areas of wealth or other desirables that tellers wished to keep hidden. But some of these stories carried physical ailments, such as the Chinese official Two Kin's tale of the Great Headache Mountain in the first century BC, or Fa Hien's description of 400 year years later of his companion's death with a white froth coming from his mouth at altitude. It wasn't just mountains either. The 1840s saw descriptions of a mysterious malady afflicting miners working in pressurized rooms below the surface of the sea. They described men who would surface with severe pain or paralysis and that would only resolve upon returning to the depths of the sea. While it's easy to ascribe these symptoms to fate or curses, in the 1700s the concept of systematically investigating the natural world began to take off in Europe and reach mainstream appeal. This new class of demon hunters labeled themselves knowledgists, but preferred the Latin word scientia, since scientist sounds a lot cooler. They began investigating the patterns associated with these mysterious maladies, and eventually the demons were named altitude sickness, decompression sickness, high-altitude pulmonary edema. Through understanding their mechanisms, we began to learn ways to keep them at bay or even defeat them entirely. My name is Dana Levin, and welcome to the Exploration Medicine Podcast, where we'll dive into the stories, mechanisms, mysteries, and solutions surrounding human physiology in extreme environments. We'll meet the modern demon hunters working to do things never before done in the history of the human species and travel with them down the ancient halls of history, right up to the edge of our knowledge and into the undiscovered country of the future. We'll discuss how we know what we know, where our knowledge fails us, and the ongoing work to fill those gaps. We'll cover well-known challenges like DCS or AMS and meet our newest monsters, spaceflight-associated neuroocular syndrome or high-pressure neurological syndrome, and others. The bottom line is, there are a lot of amazing people doing fascinating things in exploration medicine, and I'll do my best to let you hear from all of them. For now, we'll start with a definition. Exploration medicine is the field where we try to figure out what happens when you put a healthy person into an environment they are physiologically unprepared for and how we can prevent, mitigate, and treat those effects. We do this by asking three primary questions for each environment. What is normal? What is tolerable? And what is dangerous? After that, we'll pull from the experience of medicine, engineering, trip guiding, and a host of other fields to bring these dangers back into the tolerable or even the normal realm. Each environment has its own challenges, its own physiologic derangements that make it unique. Some of these are so complex that entire medical specialties such as aerospace medicine or undersea and hyperbaric medicine have been built around understanding them. Other environments are simply so removed from typical medical care spaces that they require the improvisational techniques and non-standard thinking found in wilderness medicine training programs worldwide. Future episodes will focus on the details, but there are some commonalities we can address up front. For example, they all start with medical risk assessment and then follow with two complementary pathways for risk mitigation, prevention and contingency operations. Prevention occurs largely before the expedition and relies on screening, training, and preparation. 
it involves detecting potential dangers and either removing the potential ex expeditioner from the team, as with astronaut selection, or providing a strategy to reduce the risk, as with giving diamox for altitude sickness or ensuring appropriate clothing for cold weather operations. The contingency pathway relies on monitoring the expeditioners, detecting off-nominal conditions, and intervening to normalize them, such as treating decompression sickness, splinting a broken leg, or handling a mass casualty incident after a plane crash. Both techniques are invaluable to the practice and advancement of exploration medicine, but they often require different mindsets and training, which reflects the varied backgrounds of practitioners that go into the exploration field. So that's what exploration medicine is. And the goal of this podcast is to share those stories, spark discussions, educate, and entertain. I want it to be as interactive as possible and to create a place where anyone can ask questions or submit ideas through the website or our email without fear of judgment. In each episode, we'll meet the practitioners and researchers who actually get their hands dirty in the field of exploration medicine. We'll hear from them about the challenges, questions, and the fascinating answers they've uncovered. In between episodes, we'll post stories of exploration and review some of the specific physiology associated with each environment. We'll also address relevant scientific papers that come up. Today's explorers are hard at work to understand the challenges of exploration medicine. But the answers to future problems may not lie with them. Instead, they may lie with the next generation willing to take up the mantle. To those of you out there listening and thinking, huh, that's interesting, I wonder what would happen. Breakthroughs in understanding most often come in small steps, and all it takes is a willingness to indulge your curiosity. To quote a science educator from another era, Isaac Asimov, the most exciting phrase to hear in science, the one that heralds new discoveries, is not Eureka, but, huh, that's funny. With that, listen, subscribe, reach out to us at explorationmedicine at gmail.com and post your thoughts or comments on our website, explorationmedicine.com. Thanks for listening, and see you soon.